Well, as you know, we've been looking at names. Now, many of the surnames that we have are linked to the role that our ancestors had in their towns and villages where they lived. Like the smith, the baker, the tailor, the potter, thatcher, the cooper, the slater, the miller, the cook, the shepherd, cheeseman, carter, gardener, clerk. Maybe one of those is your surname, and that comes from the the trade or the job that your ancestor had. You know, some of our surnames come from personal names. For instance, the son of John would be known as John's son, as would Williamson, Jackson's son, Stephen's son, Richard's son. Maybe one of those names is yours. Johnson, Williams, Jackson, Stevens, Richardson. I want us to think this morning about some of the people in the Bible who had their names changed, but changed by the Lord. How about Abram? You'll notice that initially his name was spelled A-B-R-A-M. And he had his name changed to Abraham, which is A-B-R-A-H-A-M. Let's go to Genesis chapter 17. Let's read these verses at the beginning of that chapter. When Abram, A-B-R-A-M, was 90 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Then I will make my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. You see, in these verses, the Lord is recognizing the faithfulness of this man, Abraham, A-B-R-A-M. And he made him a promise. The promise was to increase his generation. How could he do this? Abraham was 99 years old. But God would. And nevertheless, Abraham submitted to what God was saying. Because we read on in that passage, Abraham fell face down and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. You see, God is now in these verses confirming the promise by telling Abraham that he would be the father of many nations. He, him, Abraham, would be the father of many nations. Then the passage goes on. No longer will you be called Abraham, A-B-R-A-M. Your name will be Abraham, A-B-R-A-H-A-M. And then the passage goes on. No longer will you be called Abraham. Your name will be called Abraham, for I have made you father of many nations. So here's the question. Why did God change his name? Well, it was confirmation of the promise. How did changing his name show that? Well, rather than his name, Abraham, just meaning father, the new name, Abraham, was a stronger meaning. And the meaning of that name, Abraham, is multitude of nations. If we read on in that passage, we read what the promise is. God said, I will make you very fruitful, I will make nations of you. The kings will come from you. I will establish my covenants as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants. After you, for the generations to come, to be your God and the God of your descendants. After you, the whole land of Canaan, where you now reside as a foreigner, 
I will give as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you, and I will be their God. Let's just pray. Our Father, we do thank you for that promise that, that you gave to Abraham uh, and how that promise has come true and how that promise was fulfilled when down the line of Abraham and through the line of David, the Messiah was born, the one who is Jesus, the one who is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And we thank you for the influence that he has on us today and that influence that goes out to all nations, that by the power of who he is and what he's done, we can be set free from the power of sin. Our Father, help us understand this this morning as we gather together in your name. And in your name we ask it. Amen. Well, you know, if you threw in that passage, not to be left out, the Lord changed the name of Abraham's wife. This is what it says. As for Sarah, your wife, you are no longer to be called Sarah. Her name will be Sarah. So there we have just a, a slight different spelling of the name. As for Sarah, S-A-R-A-I, your wife, you are no longer to call her S-A-R-A-I. Her name will be Sarah, S-A-R-A-H. Now, we know that there's no real difference to the meaning of her name. But it does remind us that she was also part of the promise that was given to Abraham. Good. She wasn't left out. And by the way, the name Sarah or Sarah both mean princess. Well, there you go. You take care. Hopefully see you tomorrow. God willing. Bye now.